What do the words 75 hard, how Twitter is going, and why I don't talk about design and marketing anymore have in common? I know this sounds like a really, really bad joke, but actually it's the latest podcast episode that I've done. I've called this The Ramble. I'm not going to explain this episode any further other than to say I recorded it out on a walk whilst I was doing 75 hard. It's a lot longer than my normal podcast episode and there's a reason for that, which I'll also explain in the episode. All that's left really to say is, my name's Craig Burgess, this is Get Doing Things, this is episode 172, let's go. is gonna be on this right now I'm walking next to a road and there's somebody working on the house as you can hear so should probably wait until I get away from that to continue give me two two minutes there we go I think we're uh, clear of noises. So I've had this idea to do a podcast for a while where it's just me walking. I've decided (laughs) to call it the ramble because rambling is a British term. I think, at least I think it's a British term. It's a British term for walking and there's a ramblers community who go on long walks and things like that. And there's a relation here because I'm going to make these episodes. I'm probably going to release them on a Sunday. So I'm recording this on a Saturday today on a 45 minute walk. And I'm going to try and make them about 45 minutes long. And I'm going to talk about a couple of topics on them as I'm I'm going through them. I think what I'm going to do with these rambles is I'm going to release them as a Sunday episode on Get Doing Things. And they're going to be a special extended episode and in them I'm going to talk about a couple of topics a couple of things that have piqued my interest during the week or things that I'm working on they're purely going to be kind of a a personal reflection rather than much of anything else so they won't necessarily be uh, actionable advice in these but if you want to listen to what I've been up to and what I'm doing at the minute then I guess this is the place to do it the reason I've started doing these is and in today's episode I want to talk about a couple of things that are personal to me so number one is 75 hard so I've started doing 75 hard number two is how my Twitter is going number three is why I don't talk about design or marketing on my Twitter and number four is thinking about content production in years rather than months 
So 75 hard has only just popped up on my radar and I'm amazed that it's only just popped up on my radar because 75 hard is the exact kind of thing I've been doing for bloody hell, 13 years now, 14 years, daily production or a daily task or something like that for an extended period of time. The, the most popular one I've done is uh, kind of a 30, uh, 365 day one and 75 hard despite uh, I've got to admit I had a bit of a giggle at the name 75 hard <laughs> 75 hard is a collection of things that you do every single day for 75 days the following things the things that you do during it by themselves don't seem that difficult so you've got to do one 45 minute workout another 45 minute workout and they've got to be separate You've got, to take a pro you've got to take a progress picture every single day. You've got to do 10 pages of reading. You've got to drink one gallon of water. You've got to follow a diet and no cheat meals or drinking any alcohol. So when I first discovered this, this obviously piqued my interest. And I discovered it about a week ago now from recording this podcast, probably about a week ago. And um, when I discovered it, I thought, one, why have I never seen this before? Because this is exactly the kind of thing that really appeals to me and I really enjoy doing. And two, this is genius. This is straight A genius because whilst the individual activities, for example, reading 10 pages a day of a non-fiction book is not a difficult activity doing a workout of 45 minutes, even doing two of them are not really difficult activities. And then taking a photo of yourself every day to show the progress isn't that difficult. None of the things taken individually are really that hard. But when you take them all together, when you take two 45 minutes workouts every single day, when you've got to read 10 pages of something that's useful every single day and then when you've got to do all the other stuff every single day over time it compounds and gets harder and harder and harder or easier and easier and easier depending on the kind of person that you are so as soon as i saw this last week i was like right i'm doing this i'm doing it for 75 days so i discovered it within 24 hours or something i was on it this was it I was going to do this for 75 days and right now I'm on day four I think I'm on day four after failing at day three previously so the thing with 75 hard is if you fail you've got to go back to the beginning and start all over again it doesn't matter what level of failure you've done it can be as simple as not drinking enough water in fact that's exactly what mine was I was trying to drink um, a UK gallon, so it's a gallon of water a day. I was trying to drink a UK gallon, which is 4.5 litres of water a day. I got it wrong. I drank about, I probably drank 4.2 litres or something. And by getting it wrong, I failed and I had to start from the beginning. That's cool. That's the way it goes. So I'm on day four. I think I'm on day four now. And the habits are starting to set in, but... The, the program is mainly designed for people who are struggling with discipline. So, and, it's, and that's, if you know me, and you do because you listen to this podcast, discipline is not typically something I struggle with. 
doing something every day is not something I struggle with. So why did I jump two feet into this program? Well, I'd, whilst I don't struggle with discipline or I don't struggle with getting things done, I do struggle, or at least I have struggled since January to lose weight. I'm not overweight particularly. I'm 95 to 100 kilos and I'm six foot tall, so 200 pounds ish, and I've got a lot of muscle. <laughs> I say I've got a lot of muscle, a lot of it's hidden, but I, I am pretty strong. So um, I'm not massively overweight, I'm pretty damn fit. I've got a resting heart rate of about 45 to 49 beats per minute, so I'm, I'm pretty fit. But I've been struggling with the food side, so I thought, right, this is the perfect challenge. I'm going to combine everything in this challenge with 75 hard and do it for um, 75 days and see how it works. So I started it about eight, eight days ago, and that's where I'm at with it at the minute. Um, go on, go that way. Go on. <laughs> Obviously scared of me. <laughs> You're not a today, are you? What's matter, eh? oh, Kids and dogs, eh? I don't know. On. This one's patiently waiting though. Oh, he's, he'll forever, eh? Hey up. Hey up. <laughs> Sorry I got distracted by two dogs then. <laughs> I guess this is the problem of doing this outside that you're sometimes going to get distracted by seeing people and I got distracted by two two lovely dogs and one of them walking towards me so yeah uh, 75 hard so I yeah I've been doing it four days five days in total probably seven days now or something including the failure and um, there isn't much else to say about it at the minute I'm gonna the whole point of me me getting the kit so at the minute I've got a what's called a lav mic on me and this is the bit that I don't understand whether the quality is going to be any good so apologies if I get into the editing the editing suite as the professionals say apologies if I get into the editing suite and this sounds absolutely terrible but I'm going to keep doing these on my 45 minute walks so the way I'm approaching 75 hard it's probably an interesting topic to talk about actually Craig so the way I'm approaching 75 hard is that I'm doing a walk a day that's sometimes a ruck run, so a weighted rucksack mixed with running and walking at the same time. When I'm trying to recover, because doing two 45 minute workouts at high intensity every day is difficult. I'm 32 years old, I don't recover as quickly as I used to. Uh, when that's difficult, I just do a walk. And today, and today is one of those days where I'm just doing a walk. So, on those days where I'm doing a 45-minute walk, I'm just gonna uh, just gonna walk and talk like this, just talk to you. The one thing I'm finding weird, and you probably it probably you could probably tell when I'm talking, is I sound quite breathless when I'm talking <laughs> when I'm talking and I'm walking because I'm used to on my podcast projecting my voice when I'm sat down and not thinking about anything else projecting your voice is very easy you just fill your air, you fill your body up with air fill your lungs up with air 
and you project your voice. But at the minute, when I'm recording this, and I'm trying to concentrate on uh, walking at the same time, it's not as easy. So I'm finding it uh, a little bit strange to actually try and walk and talk, and I'm going down a really steep hill at the minute, so I might lose concentration. So the way I'm approaching 45 minutes at 75 hard is that every single day I'm doing a walk run or run walk. The other one is usually some kind of lifting workout, so I enjoy lifting weights. If it isn't a lifting workout, the second thing I do is a walk, so a lower intensity walk, just to get it in. At the minute, I'm struggling with back issues. Put my teeth back in. I'm struggling with back issues, so it helps me to walk a lot. Being out in the sun helps me as well. So at the minute, I'm focusing on walking. And the other thing about 75 hard is one of the workouts has to be outside. So if you do, so either one that you do has to be outside. So I'm preferring to get the the outside workout in as soon as possible. So I know that I've done it. I think that's probably everything I can say on 75 hard for now. I am gonna, as I said, talk about it more, do more stuff about it, explain it a little bit more my experiences I'm going through because I I do even this early on think it's probably going to be one of the most formative experiences I've ever had in my life even though I'm only four days in there is ways to extend the program after you get to 75 days you can start from the beginning and do it again and again there's two further phases whether I'm going to do that or not we'll see but yeah I just thought I'd bring your attention to it because super interesting program it's not really a fitness program it's more of a discipline program and it's the first kind of structured discipline program that i've come across so the other thing i want to talk about is how my twitter is going so we're going completely left field now we're not talking about discipline or fitness anymore we're talking about twitter i've been taking twitter seriously since february i've done a couple of podcast episodes on it spoken about it a bunch of times i've done a couple of youtube videos on it you all know the tactics that i'm following the things that i'm doing and the way that i'm approaching it if you don't i suggest you go back and by the way i'm walking through some really tight trees and bushes now (laughs) the path's a little bit overgrown if so if you want to listen to how i started twitter in february despite being on it for 12 years go way back to those episodes and go listen to them or watch them on YouTube. Today I want to talk about how Twitter is going. In February, I had around a thousand followers. Now today, I think I've got 2,450 followers. So since February, which is March, April, May, June, July, five-ish months, I've added, nearly fell over then, I've added 1,500 followers to my Twitter, which isn't a huge amount. It's not, it's not crazy growth. It's not the growth that a lot of people talk about, whether adding thousands a month, whether adding hundreds a week. But I'm very, very happy with that process. I'm happy with how it's growing. I'm adding 
100, 150 new, new followers every month without fail, consistently. Every week I'm adding a couple of followers, which is good. And the growth trend is going in the right direction. And since February, man, the content that I tweet has changed so much. My only goal when I decided to take Twitter seriously in February was to tweet 10 times per day. It was the only kind of consistency thing I could think of sticking to. And as you know, I like daily challenges. It's why I'm doing the 75 hard thing. It's why I've done all the other challenges I've done over time. So my only goal in February was to write 10 tweets per day. I've been to this date, five months later, 100% successful at that. Every single day I've written 10 tweets. Some days I've written 20 and missed a day, but every single day, 10 original tweets go out on my timeline. And those tweets, I didn't know what I was gonna tweet about when I first set that goal. And I think this is a, probably the most important thing I'm gonna say on this, on this uh, rambling episode. It's called Ramble because I'm walking, it's called Ramble because I'm rambling. Uh, this is probably the most important thing I'm gonna say on this episode. I didn't let the fact that I didn't know what I was gonna do stop me from doing. The fact that I didn't quite know what I was gonna tweet didn't stop me from setting the goal of tweeting. Because I believe that action precedes planning in most places in life that's worthwhile. There's nothing to stop you from starting and planning as you were going. The only plan I had was to tweet 10 times per day. The plan has changed over time. It's changed to be more strategic about the things that I'm tweeting about. But initially, the only planning I did was, was exactly that. I planned to write 10 tweets per day. And that has meant that the plan of content, so the things that I talk about, the way that I say them, and the topics and other stuff like that, that has changed drastically over the past five months. I started talking about design, I then moved into talking about marketing and content, then I moved into talking about design, marketing, and motivation. Then I started to find a bit of a streak with this idea of starting things and this idea of action and this idea of combining it with motivation. I'd, I kind of want to say platitudes in a way, Twitter platitudes, but not, not quite Twitter platitudes, but that was it. And then probably a month ago, I finally kind of started nailing down my niche as it was, that I was gonna start talking about starting consistency, uh, doing things every day, action, getting things done, because that is me. That is the fact I'm walking through a field right now with a mic on, talking to you. Everything that I've ever done, be it design or marketing or content writing or any, any successes, has purely come from the consistency that I've built into my life. So for me to talk about that is kind of talking about the one true thing that I am. 
and despite the fact that some of the things that I may say have been said many 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 times before the fact that I'm saying them is what matters so the most important thing again is what I'm going to say in this episode is the action thing so many people see me as kind of this bastion of action this I don't want to say amazing figure I don't want to blow too much smoke up my ass but the amount of people I've spoken to who begin a conversation with me by saying Craig I don't know how you get it all done Craig how do you do so much stuff Craig I find you really inspirational they, they don't go to my head but the amount of people that say that to me makes me realize that a lot of people put me on a pedestal of production of of getting things done that I don't find that special and I think you can do it too if you stop planning so much stop the endless planning stop the six months plans stop the four week plans plan next week and start that's it plan a day and then start plan the day after start build momentum the momentum is the most important thing this is what i'm seeing with twitter now is now i've started to talk about consistency daily practice uh, getting started and all those kind of things people come to me for that kind of content and over time my consistent hammering of the topic daily 10 times per day sometimes unsuccessfully and in fact the majority of the time unsuccessfully it's started to build up a a persona of of me being known for doing things which is good on two levels which leads me into the the kind of the final thing that I want to talk about and I'm I'm probably not going to find 45 minutes worth of content to talk about on this this is the final thing I want to mention so I've been doing Twitter for five months as I said five months seriously and in all that time I I've thought thought quite actually sorry there's two there's two things left I want to talk about the first one is why I don't talk about design and marketing on Twitter even though it takes up 80% of my time and I got this question from somebody the other day when I I, I started speaking to them it was Charles actually and it really made me consider this quite a lot because it's something I've unconsciously done so far and never considered why I started doing it so if you look at my Twitter even though I'm a designer even though I spend nine to five five days a week minimum designing things consulting with clients doing marketing running an agency I never talk about those experiences I spend all my time talking about getting things done and doing things and daily production all that other stuff and Charles said to me and I'm paraphrasing here Charles so sorry he said that uh, what is your daily split because looking at Twitter as in what is your daily split of activities because looking at Twitter it looks like you do more of the the uh, production stuff you do more of the 
it looks like you are kind of like a, a, a I guess a self-help kind of guy spending most of the time doing that stuff than you do being a designer and I guess this is the trap of Twitter and the trap of marketing yourself into a niche I said to him I sp- I, you know I spend nine to five five days a week being a designer and he was quite surprised by that looking at my output on Twitter and I said that was intentional and it is it is intentional that I don't talk about design or marketing very often I do talk about it sometimes but not very often and it's intentional for two reasons number one it's boring or at least it's boring to me so it's boring to me which means I can't make it interesting and if I can't make it interesting I can't make you interested in listening to it so I'm not going to talk about it I did a daily podcast for a while that was about design I called it Ask Ask a Designer Anything it was the first ever podcast I did and I was bored even though the episodes were only five minutes long I was bored of it by the time I got to about episode 20 and I nearly run out of things to say because I was bored of it because I didn't enjoy talking about it so from that point on I made a mental note to myself to say I'm not going to talk about this stuff I'm not going to purely talk about design and marketing I'm going to do it my way and my way was to talk more about motivation, about production, about daily daily activities, about daily practice, etc. Because it was it's what I was interested in. So that's number one, the reason I do it, is because I find it more interesting. Number two, the reason I do it, is because it actually directly fits into my practice as a designer and as a marketer and as a creative director. If I can show people that I'm consistent, that I get stuff done, that I'm interested in things bigger than and more important than design and marketing, those people will pick me over any other designer who just talks about design. I've got a daily project called Produce More on Twitter that shows my depth of design knowledge and experience and how I approach design thinking but I spend the majority of my time talking about the deeper topics about stoicism about again daily practice about how to get things done because those things are more important in life let me just have a drink those things are more important in life than design and marketing And I guess there's a third point to this too, and this is a theory that so far is proving to be pretty true that I've been experimenting with for the last two months. If you're a designer or a marketer, or to be honest, in any other career, if you're in a career, and let's use design as an example because I'm a designer, if you're a designer and the only thing that you're talking about is design, all you do is attract designers. And if you aren't selling products to designers, there's almost zero point to talk about design because clients are not interested in design. High quality clients are interested in design, but it isn't their specialism. 
the reason they're hiring you is because you're a specialist designer. So to spend all your time talking about design is a low level activity that won't attract high level clients. You need to prove that you're a good designer. And there's many, many, many other ways to prove that you're a good designer than talking about design on Twitter. In fact, the thing that I've been doing, which I would have, I wish I would have known 10 years ago, is having a daily design project has far increased the quality of design connections and design leads and potential projects by just doing that one thing, by not talking about design really, by not setting myself up as a designer as such, I've got way more clients. Because I show that I am a deeper thinker than just a designer. I'm showing myself to be a deep thinker and a designer, which is a powerful X, Y axis to make when you're in any, any kind of arena. So if you're a plumber, combining your plumbing knowledge with stoicism means that any high quality person who is interested in deeper thinking, who interested, interested in rational thinking will come to you first over anybody else. So they're the main reasons why I don't talk about design. My way isn't the only way. I've got to put that caveat in there. I do know a lot of designers who have been very successful in talking about design and still build a following. But I don't agree with a lot of the things they say. And I've been a designer for 15 years and I'm bored of talking about design. And I don't think it's important to talk about it to become an expert on it. That's probably a topic for another time in another place. So that, those are the, 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 the main reasons why I don't talk about design. Uh, and there's one final thing I want to talk about, which is content production. And looking at it in a in a long-term frame of mind rather than a short-term frame of mind. I've had this idea since I started, uh, since I started Twitter in February, seriously. Well, number one, I've been on Twitter since 2008. So I've already been on Twitter for 12 years and I have utterly failed at Twitter for 12 years. So let's discount the 12 years and talk about since February. So number one, I've already been on there for 12 years and I'm only just getting started. The second thing I want to say is that I've been using Twitter since February seriously and it's only just now that I feel like I know what I'm doing and over those five to five and a half months of me using Twitter seriously that realization has only come in the last month and a half so to want to build a Twitter following or in fact any following quickly in, in four to six months is a ridiculous sentiment. It's short-term thinking of the highest order that won't benefit you in the long-term future. So I wanted to remind you, and I wanted to leave you on this, on this point, I wanted to remind you that content production is like investing. It's investing in yourself, it's investing in your future brand, and even though 
I hate the term personal brand as everybody else does. It's investing in your personal brand that you're going to be able to take to any job that you've got in the future and cash it in time after time after time. It's a powerful concept, building a following online. But building a following online does not take three to six months of consistent effort. It can take three to six months of consistent effort if you are very, 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 very lucky. I've seen a friend of mine blow up on Twitter, go from around a thousand followers to about, I think it's about 8,500 followers now in the same time period it took me to get 1,500. He was lucky. It could be he's a better practitioner than me. There's lots of reasons, but I don't compare myself to him. I only mention him because you probably feel a little bit like that looking at somebody else's exponential rise on Twitter. You've got to play the long game with your personal brand. Your personal brand is going to exist all of the time that you're alive. And if you're 20 now, it might exist for another 60 years, 70 years, and it's going to change. Weekly, monthly, daily, yearly, it's going to change. So building an audience isn't a three to six month concerted, consistent effort. It's a three to 80 years consist, concerted, consistent effort, something that you should be thinking about over a very, very long period of time. And this is a thing that people get wrong time and time and time again to the point where it annoys me. I know quite a bunch of people who started Instagram the same time I did with my Produce More account. And at the minute on Instagram with my Produce More account, I've only got 500 followers. I'm a nothing in the grand scheme of Instagram. And I know a bunch of other people who started at the same time as me and we, we kind of tried to help each other grow a little bit and we uh, gave each other advice and support and that kind of thing. Of those five to 10 people that I started with, the majority have quit. Even though some of them got a bigger following than me uh, a considerably bigger following some of them but they quit because they couldn't hack the consistency they couldn't hack the concept of 75 hard daily discipline so I wanted to leave you on that point of daily discipline over a long long period of time don't think in three to six months think in three to five years and if you can, think in three to 80 years. Think where your brand, if you was consistent on Twitter now until you were 60 years old, think where your brand could be then. I guarantee you'll have grown a huge following and the investment that you'll have made will be starting to pay huge dividends. I'll speak to you soon. That's me done for today. So that was it. That was my long rambling ramble episode. I'm planning on doing these every single Sunday. Now, now I'm doing 75 hard 
and I've got to be out there doing some kind of long walk or something like that. I've got the kit and I'm going to be using it and I'm going to be doing a longer form 45 minutes-ish episode whilst I'm out on a walk. Hope you enjoyed it. It's not really something I've done much of before, longer form episodes, but it felt like it It flowed really well and I enjoyed talking in it to you and I hope you enjoyed it too. Let me know what you thought on Twitter's probably the best way. Go to twitter.com forward slash Craig Burgess. Let me know what you thought. And until then, I'll see you again soon.